Hello, everybody, and welcome to part four of the Boundaries series. I am your host, Kristen Brown. This is the Sweet Empowerment Podcast, and our topic today is how boundaries serve both parties. This was one of my absolutely favorite things that I learned on my healing path. I learned it organically because I started to see something happening really beautiful when I would set boundaries with people and it fascinated me because I was starting to reclaim my personal power. So organically, I started setting more boundaries with people and holding them. And then I saw what happened on the other side of that. Initially, my goal was to just bring myself peace and respect myself by setting these boundaries. But then I watched how the other person was benefiting from the boundaries that I was setting. Recently, I had a coaching client and she was amazing. She really, she really, man, she was wide open and she sucked in everything that she was learning and she started implementing it. And one day I saw her and I said, wow, you are doing such an amazing job. And she said, well, with the help of you. And I said, but you're the one who is actually implementing these ideas. And she said, what really helped me was how boundaries serve both parties. She said, I never knew that. Well, most of us don't. We don't understand. We, we're told that we need to set boundaries to protect ourselves and take care of ourselves and honor ourselves. But nobody says that that boundary is exactly what our person needs as well. So I'm hoping to really bring this to light for you guys so that you can understand that it's not just for you. The boundary that's rooted in love is not just for you, but it's also for your person. Because remember, everything rooted in love serves everybody all the time. Things that are rooted in ego only serve us for a short period of time and often hurt everybody around us. So our goal is to try to stay in a high place rooted in love, meaning rooted in our God self, our higher self. I want to read you just a short little paragraph out of my book, From Doormat to Sweet Empowerment. This is in the boundaries chapter, and it is actually a subchapter that I titled How Boundaries Serve Both Parties. The great irony about setting healthy boundaries is they serve both parties. Did you hear what I said? The great irony. This is my favorite part. Our boundaries shine light on a variety of other people's growth points. By setting a healthy boundary rooted in love and truth, we may start them on their healing path. How others act is a manifestation of their conditioned patterns, wounds, and upbringing. They may not be aware of how they're behaving. When they receive the message consistently through our boundary, then they have little choice but to look at themselves. Our boundary serves as their mirror. By honoring ourselves, we show them a disowned part of themselves that needs healing. By standing in our truth, and maintaining our boundaries, we likely create a win-win situation for both parties. I feel this idea is especially important to 
we people pleasers because it's very hard for us to set a boundary in the first in the first place because not only are we trying to gain love acceptance and approval and afraid people will leave us but for the majority of the time we're, we're nurturers too and it feels mean so we're reluctant to do what we need to do because it feels mean i know for me on my journey knowing that anytime i set a boundary that was to serve my highest good was also going to serve my other person's highest good. It actually helped me stay on track. It gave me the feeling of surrender, of really being able to let go and let God. Because as human beings, we want to control all the time. I've heard once an expert say that our natural state is fear. That some level we're in fear kind of all day long. We have that little vibration in this all day long. So to set a boundary with someone, these fears are going to automatically jump up and start attacking us. And it's hard to stay in a place. We have to really go against our grain to know that we have got to take care of ourselves. And to set a boundary with somebody that they're going to buck us on maybe, or they're going to fight us on, or they're not going to like, or they're going to turn around and gaslight us on, try to make it our fault, or start telling us everything that we've done wrong, and try to detour us. If we know that holding this boundary is going to help them, me knowing that it's going to help another person allows me to stay stronger through that lion's roar that I talked about, I think in part three, that, that wind blowing your hair back when they don't like you set the boundary. It helps me stand in that lion's roar and just know that's just some wind coming at me. This is nothing that's going to hurt me. That's just some wind coming at me. I know another person who would walk out of the room every single time their partner raised their voice to them. She just turned around and said, I'm not, you can't, you can't yell at me. And she walked out of the room and over time he stopped yelling at her because he was in an unconscious pattern. He had done this for so long that he didn't think there was anything wrong with it. It was in his household. It was the way his parents raised him. It was the way his siblings interacted with each other, but it was not okay with her. So he had to learn that, you know what, maybe, maybe yelling is a little bit destructive. Maybe I am hurting my partner by yelling and I love her and she's walking away from me and she's not giving me attention and she won't speak to me if I yell. So I'm going to stop yelling. But see, he had an opportunity to look at himself. Had she just stood there and listened to the yelling and let it go on and on, or like a lot of people do, tune out. Oh, I just tune out when someone's doing something. You know what? You are perpetuating that issue. It's like sitting there and taking punches when you don't have to. Because you get to say, not cool, not okay. I can tell you guys, based on personal experience, that this works. It absolutely works. When I realized I was being treated a certain way that was not okay, it was unacceptable, and I really thought about it and decided to set a boundary about this thing, and I knew that I was going to get pushback, but that in the long run, that this boundary was going to serve that person too. And I was willing to stand in it, the uncomfortableness of it, 
and the waiting it out because sometimes the first boundary doesn't do it. Sometimes your person gets mad. Sometimes they don't talk to you for a week. But just waiting it out and just standing in that, trusting God, trusting the way love works, trusting the superpower of the universe, knowing that truth wins, that love wins, and that this boundary was rooted in love, I will tell you this, 100% of the time, if that person cared about me enough, meaning it wasn't some narcissist or user or abuser, they altered their behavior too. So it served both parties. It actually taught them to recognize what was going on inside of themselves and help them to become aware and to actually heal a portion of their selves. And not only did they stop doing what they did to me, but they actually became a better person out in the world. You guys, I cannot think of anything more beautiful than that. That by saying, I love me enough to say no to you, that this is actually going to serve your growth too. Brilliant. I mean, this type of stuff, I actually have chills in my body just saying that to you. My eyes got a little teary. This stuff is so fascinating to me, but it works and it's beautiful and it's the way the universe is. It is the design. It's a design that we can't even possibly imagine because it's so incredibly intelligent. That's why it's called divine intelligence or universal intelligence. So in closing, I hope you really are allowing this sink into you and know that when you set boundaries for your highest good, that it will serve both parties and stand in your truth and stand in your love of self. Be courageous warrior and be willing to say no when you are being disrespected. I will disclaim, like I mentioned just a second earlier, because people go, what about, well, what about... Yes, if you're dealing with a true narcissist or some mentally incompetent person or a sociopath or just someone who's got a personality disorder of some kind, no, this probably won't work. Or an addict, a true, true addict, this will probably not work. You will have to hold that line maybe for a super long time before they get help. Okay, it's not that it won't work. It could work eventually, but it may not work immediately. All right, everybody, I really hope you just got so much from this episode today and you're letting it sink into your soul and listen to it to a few times. Let it, let it really sink in, take some notes and then just start practicing out in the world. I'm really here for you and I really want you to reclaim the personal power that you want so badly because you can. It is there for the taking. It just takes a shift in perception. Like I always say, a shift in perception creates a change in direction. When we see things differently based on new knowledge that we have taken in, we tend to do things differently. And that's when change happens. That's when the magic happens. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.